The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24th through 26th. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what Spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. Hello, sweethearts. Welcome back to Angel Talk. I am your host, Rachel Corpus, and today we are going to answer calls from listeners. And these are from Facebook. So first of all, let me invite you to my Facebook page at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator. Let me know if you have questions I want to answer. And I like to actually have people on the show. So if you're wanting to have a reading on the show, drop me a note on Facebook. You can also go to my website, rachelcorpus.com. And there's a contact page. You can let me know that you're wanting to have an on-air reading. And then we will record that on Zoom. It's so easy these days, right? The blessing of the pandemic is that we have learned to connect with each other in beautiful platforms where maybe we were hesitant before. Now it's like no big deal. So we can connect on Zoom and do a quick reading and then that'll be part of the show. I'd love to do that with you. So today we're going to go to my Facebook page and I'm going to answer some frequently asked questions about what I do or topics that the angels want to discuss. So this is really fun for me because I usually just say, angels, what do you want me to talk about? And today I have their permission to do it this way. They are going to inter- interject their opinion, <laughs> they say, because that's that's what we do. We are partners. So here we go. On my Facebook page, I have a question from Tammy. Oh, hi, Tammy. I love you. Tammy wants to know about past lifetimes. How do we connect with our past lifetimes? So if you want to know more about past lifetimes, check the episode where I talk about past lives and layered lifetimes, and you'll know all about what those are. In the 10-second version, we have the chance to incarnate time after time so that we can learn and also give and receive love. So that's the reason that we keep coming back. And it is our choice. You have most likely had a lot of past lifetimes. Well, the reason why past lifetimes become important in this real time is because anything we experience in a past lifetime actually stays with us. We have that data or that 
memory, I call it soul data or soul memory with us. And remember, we're, we're three layered. We have our body layer, our soul layer, and our spirit layer. It's our soul layer that keeps all of the data from our past lifetimes. And that physically is around our belly area, belly and low back. Now, if it's there, we can access it. This takes some practice, I'll tell you, but you can do it. So here's a couple of ways you can access your past lifetime data. You can go to meditation, surround yourself in God's white light or the blue blue light of Archangel Michael if you want. Get yourself surrounded in safety. And this is really because you might go back to some instances in your past lifetimes that were traumatic. And if you have surrounded yourself in light, you will know, oh, I'm okay. I'm just going back to watch this movie of me. I'm going back in this memory. I'm not sitting in the danger right now. So surround yourself in light. And then that meditation will be um, angels, show me what you want me to see. Or angels, take me back to a past lifetime that would help me now. Maybe you're going through a breakup. In a past lifetime, you've probably ended a friendship. You've probably had a divorce. You've probably broken up. You've had loss of some sort. So you can say to your angels, I need more guidance here. Can you help me know what I already know? That's a beautiful thing they just said. Can you help me know what I already know? The trick is in meditation, they're going to give you your past life information in little uh, spurts of of visuals, could be a vision, could be a thought, could be a feeling, could be a flash of something, might come in pieces. So right after your meditation, you might open your eyes and write down everything you remember and try to piece it together. The hardest part of this, I think, is talking yourself out of what you see. Your angels are showing you something on purpose. You're not making it up, but it might feel like you are. Practice getting into your past lifetimes. You will hear yourself say things like, oh, in a past lifetime, I must have done this because I'm afraid of water or I'm afraid of heights. You right now are living as a response to what's happened in a past lifetime. This lifetime right now is a response to what's already happened because you're either doing more of it because it was lovely or you're doing more of it because there's more to learn. So you can access your past lives through meditation. You can access your past lifetimes by meeting with a practitioner who does past life regressions. Now, I don't do this, but I know there's a lot of people that do it. And the people that I talk to who have done this say it's remarkable. So you might just do a search for um, maybe it would be psychics or people who do past life regressions in your area. You can also do something like shamanic travel that's similar to this, look into that. But we're talking about ways where you can leave this dimension that you're sitting in and go back to the dimensions that have already happened. You're time traveling. You're going, you're going back to what you already know. There's lots of ways to access past lifetimes. So you can look into that. I think this is one of the the easiest ways is to meditate. And if you hear the word meditate and you're like, oh boy, I can't do that. That's so hard for me. Don't worry about it. Choose a YouTube meditation about past lifetimes and then let yourself fall asleep. 
those meditations will take you back into your past lifetimes. You'll probably have a dream about it and you will most likely remember it when you wake up. Or if you don't want to fall asleep, meditate sitting up. So there's that that can aid you as well. I hope that helped, Tammy. Cindy wants to know, she says, I'm curious what it's like for you to be able to see and hear from all the types of angels and those who've crossed over and to see everyone's auras. How do you balance all of that and not be totally overwhelmed with input constantly? Okay, that's a great question. And I'm going to answer it because most likely you all are going through this to, uh, to varying degrees yourself. Because once we say yes to our intuition, we start to see everything and we start to feel everything. It's like a beautiful gate has opened up. Well, the reason why I'm not overwhelmed all the time is because I learned right away to put boundaries in place. When I first started to see spirit who have passed and I was little, I didn't, I was scared. And so my prayer or my internal thought was, I don't want to see that. So I didn't. That was actually me telling my angels, I don't want that. So they shifted it. So growing up when I would see spirit, they wouldn't look like they had a gunshot wound. They wouldn't look blue. Um, I didn't see that. I just saw them as spirit. What shifted for me is instead of seeing how they passed, now I can feel how they passed just for an instant. And I find that to be very handy because if I'm talking to somebody's widow and I can feel how the spouse passed and I can say, ah, was this a heart-related passing or was this a stroke can be very validating because that person knows, oh, they are talking to my love. She's not making this up. And I always remind people that when I feel something from someone who's passed, it doesn't mean they're still feeling that. It's part of their life. They're giving me that as a memory so I know that it's them. I've also put boundaries in place so I don't allow spirit around me all the time. When I moved to this house, there's lots of construction going on. And when we moved, we were one of the first people to actually live in one of these homes. So spirit was really, really curious. And there were a couple times at night that I thought my husband was downstairs with me because there was this really big presence behind me and I could see it. And I turned around and there'd be nothing there. So I didn't like it. I could feel that he was just curious, it wasn't anything negative. And yet, if I'm going down to get a uh, little Debbie at 1130 at night, I don't want somebody looking over my shoulder. It's creepy. So what I did is I told spirit in that moment, I said, here are the rules. You can be curious and see what we're doing in the house from 730 to 830 every day. But 830 and through the night, nobody can be in my house unless you are my family or you are my angels. And it cleared it up right away. So boundaries are important, just like you wouldn't let somebody from the streets come and hang out in your house. You, you don't need to let spirit hang out in your house either. So boundaries are so important. I also have devoted my life to experiencing spirit so other people can know spirit as well. So I do, I would imagine, feel more and see more um, and talk to more than the average person because I've said yes to that. Then I've said, I want to see it all so I can help people. I want people to know about this world through me, humbly through me. So again, I asked for it. So whatever you ask for, you're going to get back. It's a lovely life. I think the only time it gets in the way is when 
um, my husband's trying to ask me advice and I don't know if it's supposed to be Rachel the wife or Rachel the psychic because it's always coming through. So sometimes I'll say to my angels, I just want to be a wife right now. And then I hear this quietness, like a door has been shut and then it's just me. So thanks for that question. She also says, if our loved ones can watch over us, do they see us all the time? Oh, so this is the, does my grandma see me poop question. <laughs> Angels are with you all the time. Angels, remember, are not our friends and family. They are light beings that are assigned to you. They're with you all the time. They're an extension of you. So imagine that they are part of your brain or part of your arms, um, part of your soul. They are you in a different form. They, Your angels are an extension of you. They are your essence. They're on their own. They're angels created to help you, but they're so much like you that it's like being alone and with them at the same time. So they see everything, but they don't have ego. So there's no judgment. If you're um, watching, if you're watching something on the internet that maybe you wouldn't want anybody else to see, your angels know about it, but they don't judge you. They know that you're here to have a human experience. Now, people who have crossed over Technically, they do have access to us, but there are privacy laws um, that they have to follow. So one of them is spirit can't hear our thoughts unless we invite them in. There are some exceptions to that. If you have a twin flame or a soulmate that you were really close to in this lifetime, they can hear a lot of your thoughts, but they can't hear everything. If you want spirit to hear what you have to say when you're thinking, because maybe you're thinking about them in the car but you can't talk out loud, or you're thinking about them when you go to sleep, but you don't want to talk out loud, hand that over to your angels. Just say, angels, if I'm thinking about something that my family or my husband could help me with, go ahead and bring him in. Bring them in. I give you permission to do that. That works pretty well. You should set boundaries in your house, just like I said a few minutes ago, so you don't have spirit watching you go potty or watching you take a shower. Once in a while, you might feel like you're being watched. And in that moment out loud, you say, I can feel you get out of my bathroom. I can feel you. This is not okay. Um, and then always, always talk to your angels and say, angels, I'm not comfortable with this. Will you be my bouncer? Will you surround my house so nothing can get in here? So I hope that helps. Want to fearlessly explore your creative spirit? Join artist Susie K. Edwards for Path of the Butterfly, a weekend workshop at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York, May 24 through 26. Experiment with a variety of art forms, engage in mindfulness, walking, and silent meditation, and discover a new and free-flowing creative vision. This workshop is for beginners and professional artists. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Uh, Breck, who wants to know how we can raise our vibration. Most of us have had a rocky 2020 and could use some ideas on how to feel better in 2021. I hear you. So uh, when something happens that doesn't feel great, our vibrational frequency decreases or it slows down is probably a better way to say it. So depression has a different frequency than joy. That's the basic idea. So the overarching vibrational frequency of 2020 might have been a little bit slow or low. 
and we want to raise that. All you have to do really is step out of that frequency or lift that frequency. So let's talk about stepping out. I'm going to be a little crude for a second, but if you're if you're standing in a room with people who are really really negative, it's like you're standing in a fart cloud, truly. And you can raise your frequency by walking out of it. So go to a different room, go outside. The frequency of nature is as high as the angels. So you could step out of it. That's a quick fix. If you're feeling what feels like your own emotions and they're really low, your frequency feels low, you can raise that in a few few ways. First of all, pay attention to your sleep and your diet. Is your body feeling supported? If not, your frequency is going to be pretty low. You can also raise your frequency with your mind. You can imagine a ball of light at your feet, and that light is your frequency. It's your essence. Imagine that spinning beautifully, really fast, and imagine that ball going from your feet, maybe even in your body, moving from your feet all the way through your body, all the way up till it shoots out the top of your head. So you're pulling your frequency up as you do that. Okay. You can also utilize crystals and different um, metaphysical things that could help you raise your, your frequency, like sound, singing bowls, bells. I mentioned crystals. You can bring in tools that can help you raise your vibrational frequency. If this is the first time you've heard about frequency, look it up. It is fascinating, especially if you are working on communicating with your angels, they are at a frequency of, I think, 1,111 hertz, 1111 hertz per second. That's that many clicks per second. I'm not very sciencey, sorry. But if we want to connect with them and we are at a 50, that's a big gap, right? So if we can raise our frequency by going outside eating something that's delicious and fresh and good for us, raising that ball of light from our feet all the way up to the top of our head. It's like we get to sit with our angels. We're matching them where they are. Beautiful, beautiful question. Susie wants to know how to be a better listener when messages are being communicated. Okay, yeah, um, what I'm hearing for you, Susie, and probably everybody listening, myself included, is that we're getting in the way of listening. That's us. We're in the way. The angels are saying everything they need to say. Our family members are communicating, but what gets in the way is our doubt or lack of faith. So the angels ask us often to have the attitude of yes. So if a cardinal flies in our yard, don't discount that. Say, yes, that was my grandpa. Thank you. That's going to shift things so that you can communicate or get get their love, their answers, whatever they're getting at, you can get that easier. They also say practice, practice communicating, sit quietly every day, go outside, let your body be still, listen, watch your surroundings, and just practice leaving the busyness of our life and sitting in the stillness and peace of the angels of spirit. The other thing I would add, with the angel's permission, may I add, I would add what's been helpful to me is that I stopped saying, how do I hear spirit or how do I see spirit? I've changed that to how do I experience spirit so that all of my senses, 
Even my sixth sense of intuition can be fully active. If I go into a situation and I see somebody says, well, my house is haunted and I'm trying to help them. And I say, well, I want to see them. I might not because maybe my my eyes can't do that. Or maybe the ghosty doesn't want to show up because I'm a stranger. But if I go in and I say, I want to experience this spirit, experience this haunting, and I sit quietly, I could feel their sadness. I could smell their scent. I could get a knowing of why they're there. So maybe change your parameters a little bit and say, I want to experience spirit. Good luck. Have fun. Trisha has a question about following intuition and following your gut instinct. I'm going to pick up on the gut instinct part of that. So our gut is one of our physical connectors to the spirit world. So if your gut health is not where it should be, say you've had a lot of stress or you're taking an antibiotic, um, your gut health, your healthy bacteria probably is not as healthy as it should be. And when that gut bacteria is off, you have a hard time connecting with spirit. You also have a hard time experiencing joy when your gut health is off. So when we talk about gut instinct, be physical first. Let's be very technical. How is your gut health? You don't really have to go get that measured. Just drink some probiotics, whether that is kefir or I have a probiotic that I like that's chewable, but it's refrigerated. Um, I have not heard the angels ever recommend a probiotic that is in pill form that's just on the shelf because it's been processed. It's not going to hurt you, but it's a little bit neutral because, again, it's so processed and it's been sitting on the shelf. They usually say, and I'm kind of listening and, and talking at the same time, so excuse me. They want us to get the probiotics from actual food. So things that are fermented will help. Kefir, as I mentioned before, there's also goat's milk kefir that's pretty strong. Celery juice is great to get your gut back in order as well. But start there. And then as far as following your gut instinct, here's something that I love to do, but I don't think the angels love it very much, but you take it for what it's worth. If my gut is telling me to do something, but stubborn Rachel is like, I don't know if that's them, but I really want to do that. I ask for a validator. I will say to them, okay, if this is the right choice, show me a bunch of sevens, show me a bunch of cardinals. And then I give them a chance to show me that or not. But this is when my angels kind of roll their eyes at me because they say, come on, after all this time, you're still asking for that. I'm like, yeah, I'm human. I need that once in a while. So it's a faith message for sure. If you're getting something in your gut and it doesn't feel pushy or judgmental or mean, it's probably spirit. But if you need a validator, you can ask them for a validator. And they will do that, honestly. My angels are funny, which is why they roll their eyes. But um, you can ask for a validator for sure. So they just moved my screen. They're saying that I have a new message here. So give me a second to pull that up. Okay. Take me to it, angels. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So this is Morgan and she says that she loves the podcast. Thank you. And I love you on building intuition. And I find myself drawn to self-help and growth resources. 
When you talked about growth from a spiritual and soul aspect, I found that to be very insightful. You're doing great, Rachel. Okay, so no question there, but the angels want me to talk about it because they say that when we are hungry for development, when we're trying to grow our intuition, we are we are given from the angels a bunch of resources that can come through podcasts. Hi, could come from self-help books, could come from songs, could come from other people. It could come from an Oracle card deck that you, you pull cards. They want you to know that if it feels like it's too much, if you feel overwhelmed, that is a signal from them to back it up. So they want you to keep it simple. Here's an example they're showing me right now. When someone is talking to you about building a spiritual practice, let's say it's meditating, the message from the angels is do it every night, but they're going to tell you for five to 10 minutes to start. They're not going to say do it for two hours because that's not meeting you where you are. If they are going to offer some information or a new spiritual practice, you're going to know it's them because it's going to come through two or three different sources. So they're going to tell you until you hear it and take the nudge. They're going to give you things that would easily fit into your life. I hear often from the angels that when they need people to clear their energy, so energy that's not ours, but it belongs to somebody else or it's from the universe and it gets stuck to us because we're empathic, the angels want us to use water to clear that. But instead of saying you need a two-hour bath in an ocean somewhere, they say, no, when you wash dishes, set the intention that that water is not only cleaning your dishes, but it's cleaning your spirit. You're taking a shower anyway. I mean, I hope. So when you're done with your shower routine, stay there for a second and say, I let this water wash away energy that's not mine. So you see what they're getting out there? So when you have lots of beautiful self-help books and podcasts and friendships coming toward you, if it feels like too much, it is. So step back. I'm also being led. Somebody listening is doing Course in Miracles. So if that's you, I'm talking to you, baby. They say that sometimes things can feel very dense and to look for the workbook version or find a study group or find it presented to you in a way that doesn't feel overwhelming. And I'm saying to somebody else listening right now, you are the expert. You need to hear that these people you're with, you're going in feeling like they're the ones teaching you and it's reciprocal. You also have wisdom. You're meant to be the student and the teacher and back and forth, back and forth. So don't underestimate what you know and what you have, okay? To end this beautiful session, I'll do more of those. I, I like to answer those questions. Thanks, everybody. Keep them coming. To end this podcast episode, I'm going to pull a card from the angels. I'm using my Healing with the Angels Oracle Cards deck from Dor by Doreen Virtue which is out of print now, but it's so lovely. I hope you can find it. This was my first deck, favorite deck. And I'm just shuffling these cards in kind of a rough manner. And I'm saying, angels, what do you want me to know? What do you want me to want us to know about for the week ahead? So whenever you hear this, whether it's in 10 years or it's right when this podcast is released, this card will make sense. This card is above and beyond limitations. It's above and beyond time and space. This information is good, has no expiration date. It's good whenever you hear it. And it is for you and everybody else listening. And they pulled the forgiveness card. 
The angels want to take me back to um, developing intuition and to growing as spiritual beings. They say that another block that gets in the way can be self-love, um, holding on to things that we really shouldn't be holding on to anymore. And it could be other people hurting us. They want you to look at forgiveness as a beautiful gift of freedom. And they say to you for this week ahead, they want you to determine what needs forgiveness or who needs forgiveness. Just enter this week ahead with that question. Is it you? Is it somebody else? Is it a situation? And instead of harboring resentment or anger or sadness, could you replace all of that with love? And when you do that, when you extend it, you will also receive it back. All right, my darlings, thank you for tuning in. Come back to the next episode. I cannot wait to share more of what the angels have to say with you. You bless my life. Thank you for tuning in to Angel Talk. Listen, if you have not heard this today, hear it from the angels and from me. You are loved. You can check out more about me and the angels at rachelcorpus.com. See you next time. listening to Angel Talk with me, Rachel Corpus, Angel Communicator and Psychic Medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Mediumship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.